everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Dissecting the Sorry. Teen Life with Journey and Brenda. And she just opened up a drink, which is what you heard. Anyways, um, today's um, podcast. Topic. Oh, sorry. I was trying to help. I literally asked her, like, do you want to introduce our podcast this time around? And she said no. And then she oh, no, interrupts I said, me. Yeah, and then I said no. Yeah, and then she said no. And then she interrupts me. So I think that's great. I was trying to contribute. Anyways, um, today's topic focuses on medical horror stories. We thought that would be interesting. We do do a lot of, like, scary stories because it's in the Matrix and stuff like that. But I thought maybe let's do a medical one. I think, I think we need some of those in here. So... We're using a link from the Occult Museum. They have compiled a list of stories that they have come across, and we thought it would be interesting to share and give our opinions on and just our thoughts. Are we ready? All right, so the first one is the guessing game. So this is from the point of view of the nurse. So she said, I work as an ICU nurse. A mid-20s female came in with some serious cardiac abnormalities and then went into respiratory distress. Never had any medical history at all. You had to put her on the ventilator, but she was just enough sedation she was on just enough sedation to keep her lucid. She could not shake her head, yes and no, appropriately to question. One night, the patient in the room next to her died, but the body was still in the room about to be taken to the morgue. The female patient's door was closed with curtains drawn, so she couldn't have seen what was going on next door. When I went to check on her, she had a look of sheer panic on her face, trembling. I asked her a series of questions to see if she was cold, such hot, such in panic, or etc. Oh. Sorry. I clearly can't read. And she denied all. I asked her if she saw something. She started to aggressively nod her head. Yes. She wasn't on any drugs that would make her hallucinate. I went to get details on what the things looked like. After playing 20 questions, I got this. A man, pale white, left arm missing, heavy, bald, standing still. <gasps> oh my god! I didn't like that! This was the man who had just died next door. I spent the rest of the night consoling her. The man was standing behind her. I would go home. I would not spend the night. I would be like, oh, I would turn around. Wait, if someone was like, if like a little kid was like, there's a ghost behind you, like there's a creepy, would you turn around? Because I don't think I would. Stop. Why? If the kid was messing around. No, like your little kid was like genuine. He was like, mommy, there's like, who's that man behind you? Would you turn around? No. I don't think I would. I think I'd be like, it's okay, sweetie. I'd walk out of the room. Dude, that was scary. I did not see that coming. I thought she was going to say like, I don't know. I thought it was going to be kind of funny. I don't I know. know. I don't know. But, dude, I thought it was going to be like, oh, she accidentally put, like, a left the scissors in her chest cavity or something, and that's the horror. But, Wait, oh, no. my God. I, oh, no. I thought it was going to be, like, she saw, like, a man come in and get killed the patient next door. So she's going to be like, he didn't die. But, like, that's These are even. I like that it's, like, actually scary. I thought it was going to be like, oh, they accidentally hit the heart or something. That is scary? Yeah, that is scary, but not in, like, the horror type of way. Oh, it's, so oh, it's at the cult museum. We probably should have guessed that. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Anyway, no, that was good, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, that totally got me. I was like, what? I didn't like it. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two, life after death. Oh, this is short. Let's see how look about this, guys. So, again, these are all from the point of the view of people writing this. Uh, when I was on an ER rotation during med school, we got a call about a 23-year-old woman who was shot in the head. And it was already completely gone, but was reportedly five months pregnant. So, they were doing CPR until they got her to the hospital to see if the baby was viable. They got her to the ER and did an ultrasound and turned out the baby was full term so they did a C-section in like under a minute and got the baby out. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's so incredibly uncommon, but it was pretty surreal to see a baby live from a dead person with their brain exposed and she was pretty close to the same age, I would say. Oh, this one's less more normal, but it's yeah. scary. That's sad. Wow. I didn't know that was possible. Um, I knew like a dead person can deliver a baby because like I've heard about it, but I again, like I knew it was possible, but I didn't know like the logistics and like technicalities of it. But the fact that, like, her brain exposed, 
That's so sad. That's so sad. She never got to see her baby. That's scary. Twenty-three year old. All right. Wait, she was shot in the head. Oh, you missed that part, girl. Yeah, I didn't get that. Oh yeah, she was shot in the head. Why do you think her brain was exposed? I don't know. I thought maybe it was a car accident. No. Um, shot in the head. Okay. Who to a pregnant woman? Yeah. Read last goodbye. When I was a student, I got called in on a stroke ticket. She had coded, and they were doing CPR. They worked for forty-five minutes, but she died. They cleaned her up and called on the family to say goodbye. But the time, but but by the time the family left. Oh. But by that time, when they were saying goodbye, the family left. She had been both brain dead and without a pulse for more than 45 minutes. Blood had filled her brain, and she was completely gray and started to smell. Suddenly, she suddenly she sat up <laughs> and called for her family. The nurses rushed to get monitors and equipment back on her. They started working on her again. She stabilized, said goodbye to her family, and promptly died a second time. That's so like she get up. Honestly, she get up. Kind of sweet. I, that, like, no, it's not sweet. She get up. No, it's so sweet that she wanted to say bye to them so bad that like that she got up. Oh my yeah. god. Oh my god. That's crazy. If I was in that room, I'd be like, oh my. I would leave. I would <laughs> leave. <laughs> you already. You're like, I'm done. Yeah, I'd be like, I'd walk out. I'd be like, oh my god, no. All right, number four, Miracle Man. When I was in trauma surgery in upstate, um, bye, in upstate bye, got a notification about a man who was shot three times in the head. He comes in, literally one eye oh. hanging out of the socket, blood everywhere, and he slumped forward. Stop touching your eye. <laughs> Apparently, he was shot in the temple, exited out of his right eye socket, in the nose, exited from the roof of the mouth, and in the cheek, one would exit from the side of the head. Three shots, all exiting from different places. At this point, I'm thinking they just brought him in so we could pronounce him in the ER because he looked dead. <laughs> what? Okay. I go to examine him and tilt his head back, and he says, Yo, be gentle. I jump back and scream like a little boy. As did everyone in the room. Literally, the bullets missed his brain in every single shot. That's lucky, but also not lucky. Mm-hmm. That's horrible. He's like, yo, be gentle. <laughs> That's so funny the way he's he like messing. Oh, my God. Yo, be I, gentle. Again, I would leave the room. <laughs> I, would just not, I would go away. Guys, great. Brenda's going to be your trauma surgeon. She's going to leave the room. I was sorry. Okay, now... If it was like a jump scare like that. That's like a jump scare. Like imagine you're like you think yeah. they're dead and they just pop up. <laughs> Every time okay. Leave Don't jump room. scare your doctors, guys. They will leave yeah. the room. Okay, bleeding. One of the aides I worked with said she was doing post post mortem care on a patient who had been on many, many anticoagulants before death. Oh, is that the stuff that thins your blood? I think. He said when or they trauma. turned her on her side, she started bleeding out of every orifice. Eyes, nose, oh. mouth, and ears. She said her and the nurse went home and had nightmares for a week. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, does the hospital have like the morgue people there all the time? And then every um, single time someone dies, they transfer them to the morgue. I don't think they're always. Where's the morgue? Is that like a separate place? It's, I think, or is it connected a, to the hospital? It's in the hospital. I mean, I only know what I know from Grey's Anatomy, but it's in the hospital, as far as I know. Oh, I, I bet not all hospitals. All hospitals probably have one, but I bet, like, the big ones probably do have an area where they, like, there's some morgue officials, you know, like, someone Um, taking care of that. But, yeah, the haunted hospital. Ew, her ears? Oh, my God. That's horrible. Still thinking about the bleeding while I'm on the next story. Oh, sorry. I'm kidding. Uh, My town has two really old hospitals. One no longer functions overnight. Oh, What do you mean it no longer functions overnight? They don't. They close at night. Oh. Because, oh, and the stories are unsettling. No one cleans the old ER alone because all the lights and call bells go off. On other floors, there's a kid with his ball, a lady in a white dress, etc. A co-worker was cleaning the entire floor utterly solo, the norm, and bounced between rooms because the cleaning solution stays wet for a few minutes. Upon returning to a freshly white bed, handprints were visible. Mm. Nope. I'm out. Why was she cleaning alone? Who? I would literally never risk it, no matter how much they paid me. 
I feel like I kind of like putting myself in situations where there could be a ghost. No. Like, I want to see one. No. I want to see No. Stop. I want to see one. Stop. I want to see one. Then you're going to come crying. I want to see one and be chased by it. And then, like, literally, what is it doing chasing? No, no. But, though, that's scary, though, huh? I would literally leave. I'm like, I quit. No two year. No, not two year. No two week. I think I would stay. I want to live in, like, a, or not live, but, like, be there. Yeah. Okay. Alice. I used to do home care for an elderly lady with learning disabilities and no eyes. They were moved due to a congenital condition. Congenital? Sorry. Sorry. Oh. She was lovely, but prone to wandering around her flat at night in total science. Silence, which led to several, several horrifying situations where I left my room at 2 a.m. only to encounter her standing silently in the hallway, turning her eyeless face towards me. I would cry. Wait, how does she have no eyes? Oh. They took it out because yeah, the congenital does, condition. Don't they have glass eyes? Some people can't afford it. But she can't afford home care, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how, how does it look if you don't have eyes? It's just the pinky stuff. Do they leave it like that? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that in my entire life. People sometimes take their eyeball out. I've seen on TikTok, they'll take their fake eye out. Yeah, but I've never seen someone live without a fake eyeball. Literally? Yeah. I haven't either. You Google it? Not in real life. No, we're not going to scare ourselves like that. No, we're going to be we're haunted. Gonna, we're going to have to see it. Then. No. Number eight, lonely. One call that will always haunt me was on an unresponsive female at around three in the morning. We get there and do some pointless CPR along with the fire department. She had been dead for a while, no shockable rhythm, and clear rigor mortis. The most disturbing part was... The original caller was an 11-year-old daughter who had just spent three days with her mother's corpse and called 911 because she was lonely. It also didn't help that the victim was completely naked when we arrived. Oh, did she die? That's so sad. She got lonely. So her mother was dead for three days, but she didn't realize and only called them because she was lonely? Yeah, and then the mother was naked? That seems traumatizing, but why was the mother naked? Why was oh, the maybe mother she was naked? in the shower. Okay. I bet the kid knows something, but is an idiot. and not say anything. Leave the kid alone. Well, they Think only so? called three days after. <laughs> she's 11. Dude, if I was 11, I'm like, my mommy dead. Let's go call That's somebody. traumatizing. I get it. It's okay. It's okay. I get it. But I bet she knows something. I don't think it was a murder. I no. think her mom just died of natural causes. No. Okay, number nine, clear water. I have, I have quite a few stories because most of them are hilarious, and then there are those you never want to think about. What effed me up the most was when I saw how eye changes or how eyes change at the moment of death. Imagine you're looking at clear water, but that water, but that clear water changes to foggy in an instant. In my eight years here, I've only seen this once, and I've personally seen well over 250 dead or dying people. So what does it mean he's only seen it once? Yeah, that's I can picture that though. Can you see it? Like just I can see it. Mm-hmm. Not in my eyes, but like I mean I can see it. Yeah, through my eyes. Okay, number ten, night lights. I work nights in a long-term care facility as a nurse's assistant. Assistant. I have two men under my care, and both of them are unable to use their call lights. They have set severe dementia and debilitating Parkinson's disease, but still, their lights are looped around their bed rail. One night, their light came on, and I went to answer it, already confused and creeped out. I turned it off and left the room. Before I could get two doors up, the light came back on. I went in there, and both lights were unplugged from the wall and thrown under the beds. I fished them out, plugged them back in, and left. I've seen shadows standing over the dying and felt a tap on my shoulder while doing chest compression so I knew the lady that lady had passed. Oh. Wait, I thought it was two men. Wait, confused. what just happened? <laughs> That's so confused. Yeah, I don't yeah, I'm not going to talk about it. I don't know what happened there. Okay, number 11, holding hands. Oh, I, maybe there was another lady and then she had passed and she was just messing with theirs. Sure. I've had a couple of weird calls. One was a major MVA. Oh, massive vehicle 
Oh my dang it, I thought I could guess it from Grey's Anatomy. They're, they're no help. Okay, head. On many, many, many years ago when we played Emmy as well, we had two DOAs. Ooh, ooh, died on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> no, okay. Then we're killed instantly in a head on collision. Dang it, I, I knew these words, but I stopped watching Grey's Anatomy. Okay. They had a 12-year-old daughter that was in between them, and they actually took the impact, saving her Aww. life. One en route, we noticed the husband's arm had come loose, so I went back to restrap it. it. Restrap it, it. What? Restrap it. As I was doing that, the wife's arm suddenly fell out as well, and her hand fell into her husband's. <gasps> My boss was watching in the rearview mirror and helped clear the weight as I ran back into the front. It spooked both of us. Apparently, the couple mid-30s had just found out he was cancer-free oh, after his last cry. treatment. And they saved their daughter, too. That's so sad. I don't even know what to do about that with that information. Okay, number They 12. held hands? That's or, I mean, that's adorable, Both. like horrible. Yeah. Last meal. I had an old lady come in by ambulance near death. She was a DNR. Do not resuscitate. I knew that. Oh, it's in parentheses. I knew that too, though. Jeez. So we weren't going to do much for her. She didn't have any family that we could find. The hospital was full, so we had to keep her in the ER. Emergency room. Wait, why night. do some people do do not resuscitate? Is that just they like a personal choice? To it's a personal choice. You have to okay. sign a form. And they cannot do anything to you if you're like, if you code. Again, she was near death. When you've seen enough people die, there's no mistaking it. And she was almost there. Barely responsive, pale, cool breaths were, were really regular. Heart rate was up and down, too. We just turned the lights down and kept an eye on her monitor, basically waiting for her to die. About an hour later, she's standing at the door of her room. She's gotten up and put on all her clothes. We were all like, WTF? One of the nurses went to check on her, and she said she was hungry, not knowing really what to make of things. We got her a chair, a bedside table, and went to the cafeteria and got her a tray of food. She sat there, ate all her food, talked with the staff a little. After about an hour, she told the nurse that she was tired and wanted to lie back down. We helped her back into bed, and within 30 minutes, she was dead. Wait. This she wanted the last meal. Aw. She wanted her last... Was it worth it? That's sad, but... Actually, I, I don't have any comment on this one. <laughs> I have nothing. All right, don't let me go back. When my mom worked as an ear nurse, a guy came in from a car accident and was losing blood. In the midst of resuscitation, the man jolts awake and screams, Don't let me go back. There. Please, please don't let me go back. A few seconds later, they lost <gasps> it. No, <laughs> I'm so sorry. He said, he said, please don't let me go back. And it's just a few seconds. They lost it. They made him go back, Grinny. Oh, I didn't get it until now. I'm like, why are you scaring me? <laughs> that's terrible. No. Grinny. That's a horrible. They let him go back. I thought this was going to be short and sweet because it was what? Oh my God. That's short and terrifying. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Okay, last one. What do you one. think that means? Last what do you think he saw? Hell. Really? Oh, I don't go. Okay, last one. Okay. The rusty old saw. Oh my God, you scared me so bad. That's Brenda. scary. You scared That's me so, so bad. I, would I like, wouldn't have been that scared. But he's like, ah! <laughs> I would think about that for the rest of my life. Like, if I saw that, mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh my God. I the rusty old back. saw. This woman was clearly struggling mentally. She went into her basement and started saving, sawing at her wrist horizontally with oh. the rusty hacksaw. Bleeds a good amount and then starts walking around the house. She wasn't dying quick enough, so she sat down in a chair in the middle of the living room and started going at her wrist again. Oh, no. This time with a pair of scissors. <gasps> I was the second person inside the house and looked like a massacre. We searched the house top to bottom, fully expecting to find multiple dead bodies in there. I've never seen so much blood in my life. Every single room had a trail of blood in it. The woman was found on a chair in the living room. Rigor mortis had contorted her body into a really strange, unnatural pose. 
and her face was haunting. Literally the stuff of nightmares. Her wrist had huge chunks of skin slash veins slash muscles missing from them. Saying she slit her wrist is inaccurate. She ripped them into pieces. I want to be a surgeon, but the, I can't handle wrist. Wrist or neck or the two things I can You told me do. that before, and I'm like, ugh. Or me eyes. Either. I can't do eyes. Oh, yeah. But anyways, guys, that is the end of our episode for medical horror stories. I don't know. Medical horror stories. And um, I'm kind of creeped out. Because of Brenda. Like, I wasn't even scared that earlier. And terrible, they started screaming. How is that not... Imagine, like, trying to help someone, and then they're like, no, please, please don't let me go back. And then, like, they you let them go back. Okay, I don't know. That's terrifying. That, that, you're scaring me. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed our creepy session today. And we will see you next time on Dissecting the Teen Life with Granny and Brenda. Bye.